Hey guys, what's up? This is Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. That's Bonizi, and I'm Fofo. And the topic for today's podcast is whether a condo is better than a house or vice versa. And today's podcast is brought to us by Food Panda. And it doesn't matter where you guys live, what residence you have, because Food Panda is always here for you. Mm-hmm. Food Panda's Kumukutikutita Week 3 campaign is Santa Panda as they have shops that will cover you on your monita-monita experience kaya nasa kondo ka, bahay ka, since virtual parties naman are the new normal. And since Bonizi is my monita and I am yeah. her monito, I ordered a little something for us in the Food Panda app. Ooh, I'm so excited. And for you guys out there, you can use our promo code, which is BonesFofo. And you will get 100 off for new customers to Food Panda shops. Minimum of $4.99 na purchase. Meaning, kung new customer ka, kahit nag-purchase ka sa restaurant, but you've never purchased in the Food Panda shops, you are counted as a new customer. The promo code is valid from October 25 to 31. And don't forget to follow Food Panda on Instagram. That's foodpanda underscore ph. And just Food Panda on Facebook. And now we get to the podcast. So, Bonizi, this is an interesting topic. Okay. Maybe debate-style podcast. I'm not sure yet. I've so, never done debate. <laughs> we argue all the time. Okay. So, I think that's tantamount to a debate. Wait, when we say argue, it's healthy discussion, guys. Keep that in mind. Argue sounds more exciting. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to argue about condos versus bahais. Now, Bonizi, I guess to start... Bahais, you had me at Bahais. <laughs> <laughs> to start this, I think it's nice to give our little background and history. So, when are the times that you lived in a house and when are the times that you lived in a condo? I remember that when we were living in the U.S., we were living in a house because I remember the yard and we had like a backyard and everything. And then when we moved to the Philippines, house ulit. It was only when I started doing Starstruck or GMA that I had to live in a condo. And I was 14 when we first moved into a condo. Okay. You only had one house in the U.S.? Two, but I was too young to remember the first. Oh, really? Yeah. Where did you live there? Sorry, Vir- I'm just curious. I, we lived in Virginia. Ah, see, I've never seen the houses of Bonizi in the U.S., not even photos. Oh, I should look for photos. Anyways. Now, for me, I remember that from 1988 to 1994, I lived in a house in Makati, in Palm Village. It was right next yeah. to a Rockwell Power Plant. And then from 94 all the way up to after college, I lived in QC. And that was another house. That was actually, that was actually the compound where I vlogged that house tour on YouTube. Oh, the one that you guys sold. Yeah, we sold that already. And then after college, I had a lot of different experience growing into my independence. I stayed in Katipunan Mm -hmm. called Casa Baronesa. That was like the dorm style condo. Which you stayed with Nikki. Yeah. And then eventually, I moved into a condo in Pasig. And that is my current place of residence. Our current place of residence. There's a lot of ano, transformation, I think, when it comes to the places that we've lived in. Because when I started living in a condo when I was 14, I was actually just living with my cousin. Because it was just me and Manila at that time. Because I was working, I was doing Starstruck. And it was so weird for me to be that young and so far away from my family. 
So if you're talking about independence, I was kind of independent, quote unquote. And my mom would just visit me like on the weekends. Before we even get into like this argument or a debate, in your mind right now, given your current state, what your lifestyle is like, do you pick condo or bahay? So before we start this conversation, my answer is condo. Oh, I don't know where it's going to go at the end of, you know, the podcast, but based on our situation right now, it's definitely condo. I just feel like it fits our lifestyle better. I was actually in the same boat as you, but as I was thinking about the topics for this podcast, parang 50-50 na ako. Ayoko kasing pangunahan eh. Like, I really want to take all the pros and cons into place and then see where my answer evolves from there. Okay, so I guess to start things off, what were the moments that you really liked about living in a house when you were younger? And what did you like when you eventually moved into a condo? Or conversely, what did you not like about those experiences? Mm. So when we were living in the US, we definitely had a yard. And usually there aren't any gates. So it's really just grass and then your house, like your front door. So I was used to going out in the back, going out in the front yard and just, you know, playing around the neighborhood. Like it was safe. Uh, our parents let us run around. And that was pretty fun because we got to enjoy nature. We got to walk to our friend's house, bike to our friend's house. And it was really a great sense of community when we were younger. When we moved to the Philippines, and especially when we moved into a townhouse with the family, we were in a house, technically, but there wasn't a yard. So we didn't really have space to like roam free or enjoy the outdoors because I guess like when you're in Metro Manila, you're limited to the amount of grass that you have in your property, depending on where you live, of course. So for us, it was really just the driveway and then front door. So no, no area or place to really enjoy the outdoors. Okay, so before you get to your condo experience, I want to talk about my house experience. Okay. For me, growing up, um, what I enjoyed when I think about the houses that I grew up in is similar to what you said, just being able to play. So as kids... We're makulit and we're always jumping around. We're more like monkeys than kids. Let's Super. be honest. So in that house in Makati, it was two floors. And I remember I would jump from the stairs onto the sofa in the first floor. We would do that too or we'd slide down or the stairs. Or you'd slide down the stair rails. Diba yung stair rail, yeah. Or you'd run around and when you would play hide and seek, ang daming taguan. Because my second floor, that was my first floor. I remember, like in our house, we had those rails, diba. Right? We would stick our heads there and like try to like, take it out. That's, there have been so many times where we got our heads stuck in like the railing of the stairs, and it was just a riot. Mm-hmm. And the craziest thing I just remembered now, um, back in Makati, the house that we lived in was right next to the house of my first cousin. Mm. And then that was connected by a small exhaust fan. Pero tinanggal yung exhaust fan na yun. It was literally the size of like two shoeboxes yung opening. <laughs> but we would crawl through that into one another's That's house. That's so funny. And so fun. I remember we would do that all the time. It was so much fun. And it's just the fact that we can talk about those experiences and make those cuento. And I think that's a huge point in the favor of houses. Na. And then moving on to the second house, which was seen on the house tour vlog, 
there was a huge garden yeah. where my dad was able to put some swings, uh, a basketball court, and of course, so many of my memories, childhood memories growing up, even up until now, mm-hmm. I have them on that garden. Yeah. Playing basketball with my siblings, running around, getting hurt, so many things, parties eventually with my friends. So I guess when it comes to the house and kids, the memories that are cultivated... I don't know. It seems unmatched. I, I yeah. don't see how that would be recreated in a condo. It's possible to a certain extent, but just not on as grand a scale, I would assume. Whoa. <laughs> grand a scale. But I think it also depends on like, siempre, uh, the area that you lived in. Because you guys were lucky enough that you had a family compound where your parents could create that space for you. Like for us, it was some, in some way limited because we were renting. It wasn't our space per se. Uh, and we had to work with what we had. So given that, do you feel as strongly about having memories as a kid in a house because you had limited space compared to what I was able to experience? So do you put a point in the favor of houses as well or not as much? I think when it comes to growing up, definitely being able to live in a house and have a yard made such a huge impact on my life because I was able to explore. Uh, I didn't have as many limitations. We were within our own space. In a way, I felt like we weren't held back from just going crazy with things because we didn't have to worry so much about other people around us since it was our house. If there was a mistake that we made, then it was within our bounds. Like we weren't offending anyone or like making anyone mad because we were so noisy. So I guess those were plus points for us living in a house when I was younger. So moving on to moving to a condo, I was already a teenager. I was 14. And I think I got past the stage na, okay, I'm going to go outside and play games. It was more of I'm staying inside and I'm going to play all my video games. The Sims. The Sims. Watch a lot of DVDs, DVD CDs, Panon. So there's a huge jump from wanting to play outside and wanting to stay inside. For me, after college, that's when things started to change. So I became more independent. I moved out of the house and into my first condo. Mm -hmm. It was a... 15 to 20 square meter condo. It was 22 tiny. 22 square meter. Oh, there you go. It was a 22 square meter condo at the back of Katipunan and it had a student rate going for it, which is why I was able to afford yep. it. And that was my first experience, maintaining my own piece of property. Kahit rental lang siya. And this was the start of my shift of being pro-bahay to more pro-condo. Mm-hmm. So I realized that it really depends on your current experience, eh, whether you feel like a condo or a house is better for you. And the reason why I would say that at that point, I really liked the condo experience was because of upkeep. The upkeep costs and the maintenance costs to run a condo was just so much easier than a house. Mm-hmm. Here's an example. With a house... As I got older, I had to help my mom with various things. So payments for repairs, payments for maintenance costs in the house. And given that it was a 20-plus-year-old house, oh my God, it was the biggest headache 
ever. Here's an example. Plumbing. Yeah. For 20 years, that house was standing. My mom lost all the plumbing plans. So we had no idea where the lines were going, but there was something wrong with it. So what did we do? We had to dig up the whole garden looking for the lines. <laughs> and it was so expensive because you're paying for the workers, you're paying them daily. And given me, I also didn't know what to do. I had no experience repairing a plumbing system of a yeah. house. And I imagine for a lot of house owners and first-time house owners, this is something that you're going to go through eventually. So, sobrang na trauma ako dun. I'll be honest. I mean, I paid close to six digits for the uh-huh, repairs of really? that. Because you see our lawn. It's a very it's expensive really lawn. It's really big, yeah. So, the works was definitely major. And nahirapan talaga ako. And because of that specific experience, I figured, you know what? Kung may electrical problem to, they're gonna have to dis- uh, tear down some of the walls, tear down some of the ceilings. And I was like, this is something I just don't want to deal with. And when you compare that to my experience living in a condo where you have a maintenance person, you have the plans almost always set there because mm-hmm. the uh, administration and the association will take care of all those repairs. I was like, oh my God, ang laking bagay nito. And para sa akin at that point in my life, and actually maybe up until this point, I feel like, that benefit of being able to remove that and have peace of mind when it comes to the structure of your house is such a big load off. Kasi hindi mo na iisipin. You'll yeah. ask for help from the developer or the development na, hey, something's broken, it needs to be fixed. Yeah. Okay, so you talked about maintenance. One thing that will always resonate with me when we lived in a house were the metal bars or the steel bars that were on all our windows, all our doors, and all the padlocks around the house. See, my parents are really praning about people getting in the house, yung mga magnanakaw. Okay, so security. Security was a real factor for them. And we didn't have a guard <laughs> to really, you know, look after the house. But where we lived, on the street that we lived in when we were living in a townhouse, there were a lot of magnanakaw. What's that in English? Oo nga, no? Akyat bahay. Well, that's still not English. <laughs> <laughs> what is magnanakaw in... Robert, burglar! Burglar. There a a burglar. Of, oh my okay. God, a burger. There was a burger. There were a Food lot panda. Of, <laughs> well, we definitely don't want to order a burglar. Burger na lang. Anyways, there were a lot of burglars in our area. And the houses right next to us would get reports. They would report that somebody went into their house. There were footsteps in the room, like yung dusty footsteps. And my mom got so scared. She was like, their metal bars going up on all our windows, all our doors, padlock them at night. And that was a normal routine for us. Like before we go to bed, we'd make sure that everything is locked. Because one thing that my mom didn't want was for us to be in danger. Because she didn't know what could happen uh, during these dangerous situations. So that was a normal for us. And we never left our doors open ever. Everything was always locked. And even when we were living in our house in Zambales, that was also a thing. So another form of security that my mom would do from having broken bottles used at the top of our fence. (laughs) Since somebody broke them down and stole some stuff from the backyard, my mom started putting barbed wire on the top of our fence so that it wouldn't be as easy to get into our property. Okay, bonus, I love your example. 
I love it. Talking about security, because for me, I have my own experiences, and it's such a mixed bag for me when I think mm-hmm. about it. Okay, I'll start with my experience at home. And you know this. Hindi ako marunong maglock ng kahit anong bagay. Mikael never brings keys. He never had house keys ever. Dahil hindi yun yung kasanayan ko. I was never asked to bring house keys because the back door was always open before. Because we lived in a compound. And that compound had security. And prior to us moving to that compound, my barbed wire, mm-hmm. my glass na yung mga walls. So it was already very well protected. So I had no experience of burglary. No, and your walls were super high. Like, it's hard to climb that. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. So, mas aakitin nila yung kapitbahay namin <laughs> kasi mas mababa yung wall yeah. nila. But anyway, um, to that point, I never had to think about security when I was younger. And super props to my mom and my dad and my lolas and everybody living in that compound because now that I look back, they made me feel so safe mm-hmm. because I never really had to concern myself with it. On the flip side, however, once I got into the real world, sobrang banuko when it came to security. I would always forget to lock my doors. I would always forget to bring my keys because I didn't have that habit in my head. So, there were two sides to the coin. They gave me an amazing, secure childhood. But there was a lack of preparation (laughs) to secure myself for the real world. And my God, Bonizi would always get mad at me and call me out for not bringing my keys, not locking my door. I had to double check for him. Like There were some times that I picked Mikael up because we like to... Switch it up a bit. Sometimes I'd drive or he'd drive. But I'd pick him up. And once he got down to the car, I'd be like, did you lock the doors? Where are your keys? And he's like, oh, I got to check. Wait long. And given that experience and how you were trying to say that condos do provide a sense, a better sense of security. Because you can't really scale a condo, right? Yeah. So And then there's usually one point of entry only, mm-hmm. which is always banned by a person, the receptionist, plus the security guard, yes. plus you have access cards. So there, there are so many layers of security to a condo. However, in my first condo experience in Katipunan, pinasukan kami. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine this place that you thought was safe? Pinasukan kayo. Well, I didn't know... I it wasn't was aware about security at that time. Okay. And my inexperience showed. And this was one of my most painful, one of my first extremely painful events after college. So we were living in the second floor of that condo, yeah. me and my brother. And we had just invent, invested in some production equipment, which was very expensive. So we were renting it out. Yun yung parang side hustle namin. I, it was my fault. And I'm sorry, Nikki, it is my fault. I forgot to check the windows mm-hmm. because I never ever had to check windows before. So it was still my fault and I left the condo and when my brother and I got back, all our stuff were missing. My Doc Martin shoes, which I bought, which were expensive, especially yeah. for me at that time. We bought them together. We did. And then all the camera equipment, all the expensive stuff, except for my computer, which was heavy because... Yeah. You had a desktop it was cassette. Gone. Yeah. And it was too big to It was get too heavy. Through. It was gone. And we didn't know what was happening. It didn't even come to our minds that uh na pala kami. And it was weird because I think pinasukan kayo during the daytime. Maybe. Or at least parang sunset na. Yeah. 
And then eventually it hit us after a couple of minutes. Oh my God, um, ninakawan tayo. And as we looked around and opened the window, we saw on the ledge very clear footprints in the mud. Mm-hmm. And it was painful. Nikki cried. I wanted to cry, but Nikki cried first already. So, <laughs> sumalo ng tears. <laughs> yeah. No, it sucked. Grabe, grabe yung feeling. Ibang klase yung, yung pagka-demoralize sa'yo. Kasi you're looking for your independence. It was our first couple mm-hmm. of mo- months outside of the house. And we lose an amount that was more than 75% of our savings. Or yeah, you guys save a lot of Sobrang money mahal that. ng investment namin nun. And for us to lose all of that, wow, that was, that was an experience. That was a growing pain. It's a very expensive growing pain moment. Security, security. I guess it just goes to show you how experiences really shape how you feel about this discussion. Um, my really nice experiences at home and this crazy experience in the condo, but when you think about it, condos should provide extra security. However, that was not my initial experience. And I think it really depends on, you know, yourself also. Because you also have responsibility for the th- these things. Whether you live in a house, whether you live in a condo, hindi ka naman pwedeng umasa lang dun sa security mo in your house. You can't just uh, rely on the security that you have in the condo. There's a lot of factors that come into place also. And with that, we're taking a short break from our podcast topic to remind you that Food Panda Shops is a new addition to Food Panda and they are always there for you for whatever you need. Yes, they're here to provide you all the necessities for the app users and lessen the work for you or lessen you going out. For first-time Food Panda Shop users, you can use the promo code BONESFOFO. Yes, you will get 100 pesos off for the new users of the Food Panda shops with a minimum order of 4.99 and it's valid from October 25 to 31 and of course we will also be choosing two users who used our code and they will receive an exchange Christmas gift from us worth 5000 pesos from Food Panda shops. Yeah, the winners will be announced on our IG on November 4, so follow us and at the same time follow Food Panda at @foodpanda_ PH. And now we move back to the podcast and I think it's time for us to kind of weigh the pros and cons of condos versus bahay given that we have a lot more experience under our belts. I have around seven plus years of condo living. Mm-hmm. You have over a decade of condo experience. How old am I? Fofo? You're old. <laughs> um, so let's kind of run through it and see which one is going to come out the winner. All right. So the next topic that we're going to talk about with this is garbage or garbage disposal because I had quite an interesting experience when I lived in my previous condo before this one. And the thing with that was there was no garbage chute. So if you had garbage, you would have to go all the way down to the basement in the parking lot. And there was just one area beside the elevators where you threw all the trash. And I thought that was one, a hassle because you had to go all the way down and it would use up the elevator, electricity, something, something. And two, I thought it was really unsanitary that everybody's garbage was just out in the open. You would have to stand by it while you were waiting for the elevator. It was kind of gross that you had to go put the garbage through the elevator and that was also where everybody else passed. Yeah. Your babies, uh, your loved ones, your pets. 
Um, however, I had a contrasting experience because in the condo that we're in right now, as Bonizi said, there's a very efficient garbage disposal system. There's a garbage chute in each and every floor. It is taken out several times in a day. Yeah. So for me, if I'm going to compare this to a house, um, to a house experience, I really like this because the garbage chute is just a couple of steps outside your door and... It doesn't smell because it's maintained very well throughout the day. So for me, the garbage disposal right now is very, very efficient. And I like it over a house. Because over a house, you can't control whenever the garbage, the garbage truck. truck is going to pass by. For some places, garbage trucks pass by only several times in a week. For others, every day. Good for them. But at the same time, you have to be the one to take care of all your garbage and all your segregation and that can get a bit more tedious. Yeah, I remember when we were living in one of the townhouses before this. Cicel, who stays with us, she said that they would rarely pass by the garbage guys. And if she wasn't there waiting for them, they wouldn't get our garbage for some reason. So she was always kind of pissy when it came to, you know, the garbage. Because she's like, an tagal-tagal na nito nandito. It's, you know, creating a lot of gunk over there it attracts bugs and she really didn't like that and that was one frustration that she had when it came to waiting for the garbage truck on the other hand when we were living in Subic in our house you know all you had to do was put uh, the garbage bin outside and when the garbage truck passed by they would take it so it really depends on where you live, what the systems are, what works for you. So we all have kind of like different experiences when it comes to garbage disposal. But right now, your point goes to condo or Baha'i for garbage disposal. For me, it goes to condo because I'm having a great experience right now. It goes to condo. But one thing that I hope for in terms of garbage disposal, and this goes for everyone, I really admired how, like when we were visiting your sister Kiara in Belgium, that they had separate for wet trash and for dry trash and for bottles. So everything was segregated. So sana it becomes a normal here in the Philippines also. Gotcha. And we're moving on to another aspect of living, which is cleanliness or basically just keeping your living space clean and this is a very clear point for condos for me because the floor area is just so much smaller mm -hmm. so the footprint of condos are usually smaller than houses houses tend to be two floors yes then you have the roof then you have a garden to take care of. Then you have maybe a gate to take care of. Maybe your sidewalk. You're usually accountable for that from time to time. So for me, a condo, you just take care of your floor. So cleaning a condo is so much easier. It's so much less effort to keep your condo nice and sparkly and clean all the time. The next aspect we would like to discuss when it comes to condo versus Baha'i would be space. Because mm. space in condos are obviously a bit more limited uh, for your house, it's easier to buy bigger chunks of flats. Yeah. It's easier to build and have a garden available to have a labahan area, maybe a sampayan area. A dirty kitchen. A dirty kitchen. So you have more provisions and more space to have extra amenities inside your house. For a condo, however, that's not the case. You're limited by the condo rules, the association bylaws. So the layout that they give you. The layout that they give you. However, from my experience, happy naman ako. 
So even with the restrictions, I find the restrictions to actually be beneficial. Kasi everyone is limited to those restrictions. Wala naman exempted dun. Yeah. So para sa akin, it fits my lifestyle. Kasi ako, hindi naman ako... Um, I don't necessarily need to make sampai all the clothes. We have a dryer. And for me, that's okay. Yes, there's a pro, there are pros and cons of using a dryer. But these are cons that I can also swallow. So when we say cons, like one rule that we have in this condo is that you can't uh, hang your clothes on the balcony. So that's one of the rules that they have here. And I guess it's to keep like the aesthetic of the condo that they don't want clothes flying around and all the, what do you call this? The windows, the blinds, they all have to be color white or cream. So they all have to look the same. So these are things that we don't mind because, you know, we're very minimal kind of people. And when it comes to space, like what Mikael said, we are happy with the space that we have because we get to use each and every part. I feel like if we moved into a house, like we don't want spaces that are unused. We don't want living rooms that just look pretty and nobody can sit in it. We don't want areas that you'll say, oh yeah, we rarely use this area. We want everything to be efficient and every space to be used. I agree with that. Um, so I guess this is a point for condos from our experience, isn't mm-hmm. it? It is. It is. And we're moving on. And I mentioned something about amenities. In a condo, for specifically where we are, there is a gym. There is a swimming pool. There's a basketball court. There's a tennis court. There are all these facilities for recreation. And I love it. I love it. They are the so they are literally less than five minutes away walking. It's a nice experience going to these areas. And for me, this is one of the biggest positives of living in a condo. Mm-hmm. Unlike in a house where you have to get in your car, you have to drive, you might have to pay for parking, you might have to look for parking. And because mahiligo mag basketball, mahiligo mag gym, especially when those amenities eventually open here. Wow, it's just such a huge convenience that for me, that actually might be my single biggest reason to stay in a condo. If you add up all the condo dues that you have that pay for the amenities, you have the gym, swimming pool, courts, security, maintenance, cleaning, cleaning in the hallways. If you add all of that up, like maybe our condo dues for the month will cost like one gym membership for the month. That's true. Oh my gym God, Bonesi. Gym membership pa lang yun, Fofo. Oh my God, Bones. You just mathed that problem. I mathed that. Oh my gosh, I mathed that in my head. I'm so proud of Bonesi. That's amazing. I never thought of that. Yeah. So if you, okay, think about this way. One gym membership. If you live in a house, you might have to pay for like a guard depending on the area. If you don't live in like an exclusive subdivision and you're worried about security, then you have to also pay for a swimming pool if you want to go to the pool. Um, basketball court, may bayad din yun bagsali mo sa mga games, ba? 100 per game. So, ang daming dagdag dun sa babayaran mo sa amenities when you live in a house because everything is usually outside. If you don't have these things in your own home, Bonesi, that's amazing. Sorry, I'm still, I'm still just amazed at what you did there, Bonesi. Fofo, na in love kasi math skills ko. Medyo, medyo, medyo na in love ako can, sa math skills. Can I just say that I joined a math competition when I was in grade six? Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's move back <laughs> to the topic. But you know what? Based on what Bonesi said, 
Grabe. Uh, you would spend maybe five to ten times more money just getting memberships and access to all the amenities mm-hmm. that are already found in our condo. So, yeah. I think dun palang sobrang sulit na. A sense of community is also really great when you live in a condo. Because now, like when I look outside on the balcony, there's a whole garden and you can see, well, on a normal day, pre-pandemic, you could see all the kids playing around. You can see the parents talking with each other. You have groups where everybody gets together. I mean, even for, for simple things, like I had an Animal Crossing group within our condo community. So there's a great sense of community. You get to meet a lot of great people. And it's been so beneficial in times of emergency as well. I think that what you're saying, Bones, about community connects to what you said previously. Because when it comes to basketball, every day, especially pre-pandemic, my basketball game dito sa condo. Mm-hmm. So wala akong problema. I mean, may kalaro ako lagi. Unlike if I lived in a house, I would have to be able to know what the schedules of the different basketball gyms are around me. Yeah. So para sa akin, isang malaking bonus yun. At the same time, in the gym, uh, there are trainers available as well for the tennis courts. If I wanted to learn tennis in the swimming pool, if I wanted to be taught how to swim, then you have trainers available for that on the ready. Para sa akin, that's another big plus point to condo living. Are there any other aspects that you want to discuss in terms of pros and cons with condos and bahais? When you live in a condo and you buy a unit, sometimes kasama yung parking dun sa babayaran mo. Sometimes it's an additional payment that you have to make. But if you're renting, you'll have to pay extra parking. Parking can sometimes be so hard to find and also so expensive. There are parking spots in our condo. Ang minimum niya is 5K a month. Mid- for for just a slot for your car, super expensive yung 5,000 pesos. And sometimes even more in other developments. And when you actually have to buy uh, a parking space, um, I've heard of lots that go from 500k to 1m plus, de- depending on what development you live in. Mm-hmm. So not only are condo units expensive, but the parking lots are also super pricey as well. I have one more con for condos. So we've been praising condos, but there are a lot of pitfalls that in the I'm going to add to what you just said. The ability to customize and personalize. Yes, you're completely right. Bonizi and I have been living in this space for almost two years, and we've had so many ideas. As you know, this podcasting area is part of a bigger studio. Although we can't customize it to our liking. Kasi, ang daming rules dito. Ang daming rules in terms of renovations, in terms of building. It's hard to build because you have other neighbors that are directly attached to your condo unit. So the ability to shape your living space exactly the way you want it is obviously extremely more limited compared to a house where you can do whatever you want. You own the lot. If you want one little bahay kubo there, then you can have that. If you want to have a sprawling mansion that's like a maze and it fits in your lot area, then you can have that as well. But given that you live in a community, sometimes there are home association charvanes that you have to get approvals from, just like in a condo. But I would say that it might not be as strict as condominiums because you have to take into account the people that live around you. And you have freedom. 
way more freedom. You have freedom to build vertically as well. Mm-hmm. Because you own the airspace above you and you own the ground space under you when you have a lot. For us, we're just limited to these this four exactly, walls. Exactly, yeah. These four walls and the ceiling and the floor, we're limited to those as well. I think one last thing that I'd like to talk about when it comes to condos and houses is privacy. Because this is one thing that we didn't tap on yet. Oh Yeah, okay, good, good, good. I like this. Another point that I'd like to discuss, as you said, Bonizi, is also privacy. So when it comes to privacy in a condo, of course, you are exposed to everyone else living in it. Mm-hmm. So you have hundreds or even thousands of other people living in this condo development. When you go down, you will see people. When you go out to the gym, you will have to see people. When you go to your parking lot, people will see the car that you get into. And these are trade-offs. Unlike in a house, your space is literally just your your own space. You cannot, your privacy in a house cannot be invaded and you control what people can see. If you want a parking spot that's enclosed so people don't see your cars, you can have that. If you want to have blinds in all your windows so that they don't see anything that you do when you're cooking or taking a shower or watching TV, you can do that as well. In a condo, however, if you're gonna go down to get your food panda delivery, people are going to see you. And I know that sometimes people put a premium on their privacy Mm -hmm. just because that's the kind of person they are. And that's fair. We all have different boundaries when it comes to privacy. Now, when it comes to me, I don't really mind. People see me getting a million Food Panda orders from Food Panda. That's cool with me. For others, though, I know they do feel differently. So... Like we said, and like we've seen in this discussion, it is a case-to-case basis based on your personality and your experiences. Another example, Bonizi, is Cell. So, si Cell, she actually likes seeing other people. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, we were asking Cell and Meng how they felt about living in a condo community prior to this podcast. And that was a surprising story that they told us. They actually like it. They love living in a condo because... It's low maintenance for them and they have actually made friends in the community as well. So at the same time, another plus would be the dogs. Yeah. So Soba has so many playmates during the time that we were able to walk her out in the garden. She made so many friends. And when we go to the elevator, you can see Soba connect with friends and we're like hey so bad look you were talking to this dog a while ago she gets super excited with other dogs so it depends on your privacy boundaries bonizi where do your privacy boundaries lie i really don't mind living in a condo um it's fine like i like seeing people also because we also have friends in this condo that we live in it's nice to meet new people also but i think when you're like in your own zone like for me If I'm eating, I like having my private space. If I'm at the gym, I also like having my own, you know, space to myself, which sometimes you can't avoid because it's a mix of people. So I guess it really depends. You're, I don't know, you're more of like a carefree kind of person and I'm more of an introvert when it comes to these things because I'm like, uh... This is my private time, so I'm kind of like, uh, I feel really gross looking right now because we're at home. And usually, when I'm at home, you don't really care for how you look, diba. Right? And I get conscious sometimes when I have to go out. <laughs> yeah, I get conscious. So that I'm is like, why Bonizi keeps telling me to be the one to go down and get the delivery. Yeah, because like, 
sometimes there's a delivery in the morning and I'm like, oh my gosh, my mascara is running from the night before or I haven't brushed my teeth yet. So I'm like, Fofo, can you go down for me, please? <laughs> Funny, I'm just going to add one last point when it comes to being an introvert. I like being in a condo setting because there are a lot of people and it's nice seeing them for the dogs, for Meng and Sel. But for me, I can also live in a house alone, so away from the crowds. That's mm-hmm. also okay with me. So to me, this is a non-factor. Okay lang sa akin the house, more introvert vibes, and okay lang rin sa akin yung in a community vibes that yeah. we have here in the condo. And with that, I think we've broken it down. What are the pros and cons of living in a house or a condo? We've shared our experiences. We've shared how we've grown as people and how we feel about various things. So it's time we get to the loaded question of the week. Loaded question of the week. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> the loaded question of the week with the Sintonado ringtone is Ponizi. Where would you like to live right now? And where would you like to live 10 years from now? Is it in a house or a condo? I gave my answer earlier. And now that we've talked about everything right now, I would still live in a condo because it's what's convenient for us now. But in 10 years time, I would like to live in a house because I want to have a space that is accustomed to what we need at that time. In the future, I'm thinking, okay, how many kids are we going to have? What kind of workflow will we have? And what space will make us happy? So I'm happy now in our, in our space, in our condo, but based on the future, I want to future-proof it now. Right now, given all the factors happening around us, given the pandemic, given that it doesn't seem like this new normal is going to go back to the old normal anytime soon. Mm-hmm. I want to stay in the house. Right now. Yeah, right now. Because we do all our home workouts at home. We want a studio and we could work more efficiently if we had a little a studio that was a bit bigger than what we have right now. We're also working and we're able to manage our resources to prepare for the maintenance costs or the future maintenance costs of a house. And we're a bit more aware of it. We have more experience in the bag. So for me, I feel like a house will be beneficial to us in terms of our health because we'll be able to work out better. Mm -hmm. And in terms of our work, because we'll be able to expand the capabilities of our studio, we'll be able to take in more kinds of work. For me, I'm looking at it as a two-pronged approach. So one, in terms of happiness, we're going to cover that. Okay. And one, in terms of increased, increased cost. Because like we said, it takes more effort and resources to manage a house. But if we have more work, then hopefully, I mean, the expectation is that we will be able to cover those costs. You know, I completely forgot that we haven't been able to use the amenities like usual because of you know what's happening i realized oh i know we are in our condo 24 7 let's face it we only go down to get our food panda deliveries and we don't go out like we don't even go to the common areas exactly bones all the pros that we discussed for a condo right now almost most of them 
we are not able to enjoy. The community we can't enjoy because everybody's social distancing. Those amazing amenities which supposedly save us money, we can't use anymore again because of the pandemic and the new normal that we have. So I said, okay, it seems like the house is the best bet because we can really make the most out of the space. You know, before the pandemic, we didn't need the studio space because yeah. nobody would use the studio. Everybody had their own studio which we could go to and which we, they would require us to go to. But now we are everything. <laughs> this we studio are our is own everything studio. for us. Yeah. So, surprise, surprise. I am so surprised. I didn't think he would answer house. Yeah, right now. That's why I had to give myself time to think about it. And it seems like the best decision for us is a house because it increases our potential to take in more work and to create livelihood for us, our future family, and soba doba is. And with that bombshell, we have reached the end of the podcast. Yay. Oh my God, what a bombshell ending. What a revelation. I really thought going into this podcast that I was going to end up saying that I wanted to stay in a condo. But... Baliktad, I thought I was going to say house. Oh, okay. Interesting. That is so interesting. So, what are your thoughts? What are your comments? Please leave them down below. And before we leave, we have a couple of reminders from our sponsor. Yes, we have our Monito Monita, which has arrived. I will get it Fofo because we ordered this and we want to show everybody what we ordered for each other. So, my exchange gift kami sa podcast. One second. Given our podcast topic, it doesn't matter if you live in a house or a condo because Food Panda is always there for you regardless of where you live. And with that, my monita, I have something for her because it is really sunny and you can see it <laughs> giving you a cute little hat. Yay! Thank you for the exchange gift. Na headphones ako, Fofo. So what is your exchange gift for me? And my monito, because I miss your food segments on TV... I'm giving you a chance to do <laughs> Midnight Express with us later at the condo. So I got you snacks. Nice. All right. So I got food and snacks from Bonizi. All right. So Bonizi gave me some snacks from the Food Panda shops and you can as well. And you can get a 100 peso discount if you use our promo code, which is BonesFofo. Yes. It's 100 off for new customers to Food Panda shops with a minimum order of $4.99. So kahit nag-order na kayo sa restaurant part ng Food Panda app, if you haven't ordered from Food Panda shops, you guys can use this. It's valid from October 25 to 31. At the same time, we will will be choosing two users who used our code and they will receive an exchange Christmas gift worth 5,000 pesos from Food Panda Shops. And the winners will be announced on our IGs on November 4, but at the same time, follow Food Panda on Instagram. That's at foodpanda underscore ph. And also follow them on Facebook. That's at foodpanda. And don't forget to use the hashtags when you post. Tag us and foodpanda. And also use the hashtags foodpandaph, hashtag food and more delivered, and hashtag kumukutikutitap. And with that, thank you so much for joining the podcast. This is hashtag behind relationship goals. This is Bones. And that's Soba. <laughs> and I'm Fofo. See you guys. Bye. Bye, everyone.